Hello and good afternoon, Xbox Nation. Welcome to today's brand new episode of the Xbox Factor Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Mr. Boomstick XL, and I have an incredible show lined up for you. But of course, I can't do a show unless I have two, I don't even know if you can call them rookie sensations. I, I just think they're co- podcast professionals at the highest caliber. We're going to start with Pong Soul, my brother from another. What's going on, dude? Welcome to the show. <laughs> Man, it feels like it's been for ever boom isn't it always uh, like that yes especially with the holiday weekend i had a busy weekend so i haven't been around much i haven't been gaming as much as i wanted to and stuff but man you know what it's tuesday it's time to get back into the flow what I couldn't find a better way to do it than to be here with you. And of course, you got my brother from another Mav here with us. Uh, I haven't been able to talk to him lately uh, at all this weekend. So this is going to be fun. Uh, we got some great topics and definitely a lot to talk about as we come up on E3. So let's uh, let's get, definitely get down to it here. Well, I appreciate you being here for sure. And of course, uh, we have to welcome in Mav. Uh, you know, you know him. Fun speculation. He does a lot in this community. Not only does he have a, a pop culture podcast but he also has one of the best shows on friday evening at 9 p.m eastern standard time called the xbox ultimate podcast and pong soul you are one of the as you call it magnificent seven mav welcome to the program there brother how you feeling i am doing absolutely fantastic uh i love being here with pong my brother from another and you as well boom it's always an absolute pleasure um hey i i know we're gonna have fun on this show because we have some interesting things to talk about um e3 is around the corner i'm getting excited i can't wait let's let's get let's get into this well you know what obviously as a terrible host uh the the uh i, I didn't have the gameplay uh running in the background i'm gonna add that momentarily uh folks so just don't don't worry uh we're gonna be getting back to what you know and love about uh double barrel gaming but I do want to open up with some, of course, E3 talk. Now, E3, folks, uh, officially is going to start for Xbox gamers not this upcoming Sunday, but the following Sunday on June 13th at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, of course, Double Barrel Gaming, along with just about everybody in the entire neighborhood, is going to be doing one show or another. It's going to be packed uh, for with content. And, of course, Double Barrel Gaming is going to have you covered because we're going to be doing a watch party. Uh, that, that show is going to start at 1230 PM. I'm putting an absolutely monster panel together. We're going to be doing some pre-show talk. And then, of course, we're going to sit there and hopefully have our minds blown as Phil Spencer and the crew talk about what the future of Xbox looks like. And then afterwards, we're going to segue right into a post conversation show so it should be a show that runs about two and a half hours potentially even three and hopefully you'll join also real quick everyone has been asking i've been getting the dms and questions on social media super chats have been added back uh they have been activated the work that mrs boomstick and i have been doing behind the scenes to uh, uh, transition the channel from uh, a singular uh entity into a branded channel has been done and approved by youtube uh so channel memberships are active if you would like to uh, re-up your subscription to double barrel gaming to help us obviously uh you know uh 
you know, keep funding these uh, big uh, giveaways that we're doing. And also the super chats and super stickers have been reactivated. So of course, if you want to help again, continue funding the big uh, events that Mrs. Boomstick and I do on a yearly basis uh, for giveaways, we would greatly appreciate that. But I got to get into as we wait for, you know, people to file in. We already have 100 people here, and, and that is pretty awesome. Uh, I want to get into some of the things uh, we are expecting or hopefully, I guess you can call them wish picks for E3. Uh, I asked the panel to give us three, so I will uh, go first. Uh, and uh, the, the the biggest one for me personally, and, and I've been going at this for many, many years, is my, not my number one, but one of my three picks has to be the uh, reimagining, the remake, the re-whatever you want to call it of Banjo and Kazooie. It is a platformer. It is a family fun title. It is something that when looking over the Microsoft uh, repertoire or for, you know, forte, if you will, is something that they are severely missing. Sure, they're super, super Lucky's Tale. Sure, there are other family-friendly friendly games, but no one uh, stands out like the duo of Banjo-Kazooie. I, I almost find it to be insulting as a diehard Xbox fan that we don't actually have a new one, even when you see remakes like uh, the Mass Effect remake that just recently came out. Not only is it, is it, is it, it are people you know, yelling in the streets of how amazing it is, but people are happy to return to that franchise that meant so much for so many people. And for me, as someone that grew up with platformers who still plays them uh, and enjoys them just as much as I did when I was much younger, I find it to be, you know, uh, uh, you know, head scratching that we have not had even a remake of the original. And there are so many incredible teams that could take that on. Uh, oh, we're going to thank Matt Burns. Matt Burns, welcome back to, of course, Double Brow Gaming. Thank you so much, Matt. Definitely appreciate that as well. Uh, so that's my first pick. It's definitely Banjo-Kazooie. I don't know. Uh, honestly, if you asked me, what do you want? Do, do you want a, a sequel or do you want a remake of the original potentially relaunching the series? I actually, I'm not sure. I don't know if I would take one or the other, but I definitely would take a new um, Banjo-Kazooie. Mighty Ryan in the chat drops a very generous $2 super sticker. Thank you for that, Ryan. Definitely appreciate you being here. Uh, Pong Soul, let's get to you. What is one of your wish picks for E3 2021 when it's talking about Xbox? <laughs> this is a good one, Boom. I, th I thought we were going to keep it a little bit more uh, realistic, but you know what? Since you went with Banjo and Kazooie and we're going wishing here, I guess I'll, I'll go out here a little bit, but this one was promised. Uh, Phil promised us this on stage, uh, and this was years ago, and it's something that I have been longing for for a very long time, and that is Final Fantasy XIV. Oh, um, okay. I, I do remember that promise. Yes. Yep. Yep. The MMO. Um, I 
I've I get into MMOs uh, for a bit. Uh, I was into ESO, uh, Elder Scrolls Online, heavy on the PS4. Um, and since I can't bring my character over to Xbox, which sucks, uh, I am looking for a new MMO, and I have been wanting to get into Final Fantasy XIV. And because Phil made this promise to us, I think it's time to finally come through with that. I know this is a square problem, uh, but at the end of the day, we got to make this happen uh, because I want to jump into that world. It looks so fun and it's it brings back those old school feels for me and i definitely want to see that on xbox so there you go and that's a big one uh you're not the first person certainly to talk about that particular mmo uh, i'm not an mmo guy so honestly i did not miss it but for people who are currently uh, on the PlayStation playing Final Fantasy XIV and quite enjoying it, uh, it's actually very surprising that they cannot figure out a way to get that to work on an Xbox and why it hasn't happened, considering that Phil Spencer, head of Xbox himself, actually said it. I would love for someone to write a book and give us the skinny on what <laughs> is exactly going on with that cyv studios in the chat drops a very generous two dollar super chat and says finally scats are back let's go panel well thank you dudes definitely appreciate the generosity that you have shown this channel uh we definitely mr boomstick and i definitely appreciate that but let's go to mav mav i want to get your opinion on this where do you for what are one of your top three almost must-haves at e3 2021 for xbox i really want <laughs> a vowed or fable one of the two and pick one i i don't care which one just one of the two i need to see some gameplay and a little bit of information attention brought to one of those titles because i need it for myself i just i just want to get even more excited about one of those two games uh, either Avowed or Fable, please don't do the thing where you showed it to us last year and then you hide it for two years. Like, I, I need to see it again. Like, I if I could pick one out of the two, I would say Fable because we did get a hint at gameplay in the Avowed trailer, right? Yes, so yes. I have in my mind, right, what that game is going to look like. So I'm a little bit more satisfied right now with the, with the, what I've seen from Avowed. But I know Fable's been in development for what seems like a while uh, with all the rumors going back for a few years now. Well, if you recall, Mav, uh, the one of the reasons, and again, folks, you can look this up. I don't, I don't have the notes to give you, so if you could say Boom's a liar or not, but I certainly recall the conversation. And if you recall, many of the studios that that first joined Xbox Game Studios post E3 2018 were because they of some of the games that they were working on that Phil saw and was like, we got to get those games. From what we understand, the original game that Playground was working on was not Fable, was changed to Fable. So it, you're right. I think you're onto something here when you say the game has been in development in one shape or form for quite some time. Yeah, and you know we know uh, there's all these RPGs coming out. We got we know we're gonna see Starfield, right? So um, that one, I'm I think we're gonna probably see a little bit of, of a glimpse of. And I just the Xbox has this mo of like showing us something and then 
not really following up on it for a while. You know what I mean? And that's, uh, it makes sense. You know, that's what happens with early reveals, right? But if we get a glimpse at one of these games and actually get a feel for like the gameplay and uh, get to see it in more depth, then that gives us more hope that it's a little bit sooner than later um, as well. So uh, I'm just, Fable is one of my favorite franchises ever. And to, to be able to see it back on stage at E3 in a, in a big way would just make me extremely happy. And the sa- same thing with Avowed, just because it's a new IP, right? Um, c- coming out uh, as an Xbox first party exclusive also gives me like a similar excitement. So one of those two, but preferably Fable. I just need to see more. Yeah, you know what? I, and I and I agree with you. I, I think that we are in a in a. I don't want to sound negative. I'm all about positivity and and pushing the Xbox brand to its, uh, you know, putting its best foot forward. But I think that we are in a, in a position where, you know, a couple of years ago, uh, and I and I and I was part of this cr- this crowd. I said Microsoft needs to show us if they don't want to show us gameplay, they got to show us some trailers. They need to sell us hope. They need to pull a Sony, and Sony is good at selling hope. Uh, and uh, Sony, you know, obviously, if you go back to 2015, you know, the quote unquote year of dreams right now, granted, a lot of those games took many, many years to finally, um, you know, be put out for us to enjoy and play. But they 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 paved, uh, 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 you know, uh, 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 they gave us a, a real unbelievably look behind the curtain. And I think that what you're saying isn't isn't much different than what we're going to talk about later on when we start talking Halo. There's been a couple of the story dropped today that is so spicy, folks, that is so revealing that uh, it has been officially pulled from two websites and only one of those websites have it up. I was able to pull all of the content from it. It is from friend of the show. Jeff Grubb, who we had on a couple of weeks ago on primetime gaming, and he had some things to say that it it set the fire in me that we're going to have a a very serious conversation much later. Now, again, I know that a lot of people walked away from last year's E3 not as satisfied as me. I thought I thought they had an amazing show last year. Uh, I, I walked away absolutely satisfied, and I've already said that they, they have to at least top what they did last year. Do, do I think that's going to happen? 100%. I think that we're going to all walk away very satisfied. The gameplay aspect of it is uh, is where I don't know. I don't know what we're going to see. Um, I, I, I think from if, if, if I were a betting kind of a guy, not really into gambling, but if I was a betting kind of a guy, I would imagine that what we are going to see and what gameplay we are going to be privy to are games that are going to be coming out in the next 12 to 18 to even 24 months. The next two years of games, I think that we could get some sort of gameplay snippets. Um, 
But uh, I do want to say uh, welcome Thanaros. He's become a channel member once again. Thanaros, brother, thank you for supporting Double Barrel Gaming. And Dan the Man Cunningham, how you doing there, Dan? He drops a very generous $5 super chat and says, greetings all. Glad to see you bring back the super chats. Well, thanks, brother. I appreciate that. Boom. Happy to do my part to keep this train rolling. Keep on keep on the Lord's work. Well, thank you for the very, very generous $5 super chat. But more importantly, the extremely kind um uh, message as always dan but i want to get to my second pick now uh this is something that it, it's not gonna surprise a lot of people i'm sorry that i'm not really blowing your skirt up over here but killer instinct too um i i, I listen i don't know who's gonna do it i don't know who has the chops to do it but i think it's one of those things again we i love to step back from a situation and look at the overall picture. I'm never focused on one thing like Xbox has too many man shooters or not enough, you know, women, you know, taking the, you know, the lead. No, no, that's true. And they do need to make changes in regards to that for sure. I would, but we're, we're going to get that. We're going to get that in Joanna dark. We're going to get that with, of course, um, Hellblade two, you know, and, and, and a few other uh, potential female leads, which I think is absolutely fantastic. But, going on the they don't have enough family friendly first party games there right because everyone's like oh well, well boom psychonauts 2 yes that's one of them but it's not out yet right so it's not here it, it, they're going to deliver it this year but I, I i still want more uh and we have to look at their fighting uh the fighting game situation now granted fighters don't hold the same leverage as they did let's say like in the 90s well, uh, when you had like the Dreamcast, where they had fighters upon fighters, and you had all kinds of incredible 2D and 3D fighters, but they're still relevant. You know, they're still making Soul Calibers. They're still making Tekken's. We we had a couple of years ago a Marvel versus Capcom Infinite, right? We still have, you know, um, uh, you know, there's a new Guilty Gear coming out. Dead or Alive has something coming out. So, th so the fighting game genre is there. It, again, makes me angry. It makes me scratch my head. Killer Instinct, if you go and play that, I am telling you, you are going to be completely, you know what, I'm going to, while, while I go to Pong next, I'm going to bring up some footage that I recorded because I'm sitting here just BSing and I didn't even realize that I didn't add the, the gameplay. So this is like old school double barrel gaming. And that's, 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 that's not the kind of school I want to go to. But Killer Instinct 2 uh, I would love to get something, even if it's just a title screen until you can get someone to make it. Let me know. Let, let, let me live. Give me my dream. Pong, let's get to you, brother. What is your second pick for your quote-unquote wish picks for E3? Well, you know, I've brought this up before and I've got a gut feeling about this one. So I'm just going to I'm just going to bring it out right now because um, I think it's a lot of people's wish uh, on a lot of people's wish lists. And I think that there's something to it. Um, and I think uh, that there is a possibility that we finally get the return of splinter cell oh and my god I, yes please I, yes, yes please yes 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 <laughs> i think behind the scenes i think phil and his team have heard the outcry that has been going on for years i think they heard the moans when it was announced that good old sam fisher was going to be in a mobile game i can think I, can that, i play something for you right now if the screen absolutely. went black 
Go. <laughs> It'd be the greatest mic drop moment in years. And you know if something? That Why happens? not? Because right. that uh, Sam Fisher, I don't think people actually realize his uh, beginning starts with Xbox. Remember, they yes. had that exclusive yes. for, I don't know if it was three months, four months. It was about four or, four, four or five months that they had that before it released on the PlayStation 2. And that was a big, big exclusive. Why not spend the money and tell Ubisoft, hey, listen. You guys make the game, we'll pay for it, but we'll, you know, you know, they'll publish the game. And or even if you want to just help make it, make yep. it a two-year exclusive. Pull a yep. Sony. Yep, exactly. And since we are in speculation town already right now, boom. 75 uh, and sunny. Hey, look, unicorns and rainbows are everywhere right now. Uh, so look at look at that poster for the E3 right look at the poster they highlighted some years in night vision green and those years 2000 those years was the year that splinter cell came out for xbox right you were just talking about it night vision green with those specific years pretty interesting i think it can happen i didn't even, I didn't even see that I, i'm a fraud folks <laughs> i am a fraud host because i usually i'm a fraud detective because i'm usually good at this stuff i didn't even notice that right right exactly now of course we are in speculation town so i'm having some fun here but again i think that the the desire for a new splinter cell is extremely strong um if ubisoft didn't want to put up the money for it because of whatever their reasons are i whatever whatever the case is if microsoft comes in phil says hey look look guys this is a big franchise this is an ip that started on xbox um you know let's let's bring it back again we're gonna help you out you guys you know again like you were just talking about boom go ahead publish it whatever the case we'll pay for part of the the costs of of creating it and developing it but let's do this it's a perfect place to bring it back to xbox again at this point in this now now current gen that we are in with the series consoles it, it would take a huge leap uh and it already used to look gorgeous go back and, and and play conviction uh it still looks great to this day uh still plays extremely well especially on a series console go back uh but let's bring this forward it's time for sam fisher to make his return what better way your your night vision green matches our xbox green let's do it let, let, let's make this happen and let, let's uh go ahead and just drop this bomb during e3 i i think it would be fantastic i'd love it if, long, if yeah. this does not happen yep i'm coming for you <laughs> <laughs> ma'am i know you've been vacationing in speculation town with me here so it's in your it's in your name okay i know you've been here with me i've been on this hill for eight years now yep <laughs> generation they skipped a generation, man. Oh my gosh, I, I can't do it. Still, you know but what? I mean, to to, to, to both of your guys' points, I mean, it, it doesn't it seem uh, ridiculous that Sam Fisher, one of the founding fathers of what you would consider the you know the stealth game, completely misses an entire generation. Like, I, I mean, I, I mean, how crazy is that? That for almost eight years. There were no new Splinter Cells. I mean, we've had Assassin's Creed out the yin-yang. We've had Watch Dogs. We'd have Division, so on and so forth of all the incredible franchises that have come 
uh, and, and gone for Ubisoft, but no Splinter Cell. And I got to be honest with you, because Microsoft is in one is in a position, like I said, we, we know that they have the third-party deals coming. We know that, that we're going to be getting a whole bunch of big announcements specifically for uh, stealth drops into Game Pass during E3. Like, I expect 12 minutes to drop in uh, during E3 for sure, because that's a game we've all wanted to play, and I think that's going to be big. Um, but it would be an absolutely ground-shaking, industry-moving if at the end of their conference we had one more thing. And all you hear is the lights go off. This Again, goosebumps are induced right now, folks. I got goosebumps from head to toe. The lights go uh, dim. The goggles go on. You hear the noise. And all it says at the bottom of the screen Xbox console exclusive, and they don't even answer any questions. Oh, how long is it going to be? We'll talk about it when we want to talk no, no. about it. That, no, that, no, no. That's that, that, that's what you got to do if you're gonna if you're gonna put up if you're gonna put up if you're gonna drive up the Brinks truck right, and you're gonna you're, you're gonna put up the funds. You don't answer any questions anymore. Microsoft is now in a position a much stronger position with what they're doing. You don't do anything. You just leave it as is and let the fires burn everywhere because nobody else came in. If if this happens right, nobody else showed up at Ubisoft store obviously proposing this. Nobody else was the, were the ones that were willing to take the risk and to put their money where their mouths are. So yep. if Xbox does do this absolutely you just you just smile and you just walk right away from the mic and you say go ahead guys just let it all burn speculate go, go ahead speculate town. yep exactly here's <laughs> the what if if i can just throw this out there. please yep. by all means we all have heard the abundance of rumors about this ubisoft plus deal right yes coming to game pass okay now if xbox was making a deal for a splinter cell with ubisoft right and they did uh fund part of the development or whatever that would mean probably they would be coming to game pass day one right so then Indeed. i was thinking about that but okay so what if you take that a step further okay as part of the grander deal the much larger deal of bringing ubisoft plus to xbox uh, game pass Hey, why not take this character that um, Ubisoft has not been doing anything with that they don't know what to do with and say, hey, OK, we're going to do this deal. We're going to give you the Brinks truck, as you say, boom. But forever and always now, Sam Fisher Splinter Cell, that whole franchise will only be exclusive on Xbox ecosystem. I love it. We will fund the development of those games as part of that. Uh, yeah. Hey, why not throw that in? Why not? Right. right, right. Why not make it like a Spider-Man IP? We, we you know, oh, Xbox. Absolutely. That's a great, you know what? That's a, yep. that's a great analogy for sure. Yep. Why not make him like, because who says you can? Yeah, okay. Right. He's a, he is a Ubisoft character. And if sure. they wanted, but, but, but if the money is right. Right. Why not make him exclusive and the only place you can play as Sam Fisher in his new adventures would, of course, be either on PC, but it's going to be through Game Pass. So you're going to have to be, you know, a subscriber. Right. Exactly. Why not do it? I, 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 I love it. I think it's fantastic. Real quick. I got to welcome in the sheriff. 
the guy who carries a very big stick and walks silently all at the same time like a ninja. Lethal Papa becomes a channel member once again. Lethal, thank you for that as always, my brother. Definitely appreciate the support. But Mav, let's let's get to you, brother. What is your second wish pick for Xbox? And and one of the things that you think they absolutely have to have at this 90-minute show. Okay, so here's something we know they have to have, and this is how I want it presented, okay? New game announcements, new game announcements, new game announcements. I want a lot of new game announcements. I want the Xbox has no games stuff to finally just be gone forever and evermore, no longer be able to say this. I want there to be a uh, sizzle reel at the end, at the end of the show, okay? Uh, before you do the one more thing, okay? I want there to be the future of Xbox sizzle reel. And I want there to be individual slices of a bunch of games that we have no clue what they are. Don't tell us what these games are. I just want to see them in like 10 second segments, one after the other. Boom, 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 boom. Show us like... 15, 20 games, and let us pick that sucker apart at the end of the show, dissect and see what the future of Xbox has in store for us and be able to speculate on what each one of those games could potentially be. I want there to be new game announcements uh, within that where we know exactly what they are, but I also want them to show the future of what's in store that we don't know about. Right. I, I they really need to. For some reason, people just can't comprehend that Xbox has these all these studios and are actually making all these games. Right. It's like it it doesn't um, it doesn't jive with the way their minds work. Right. That, hey, this is the world we live in now. It's not the Xbox that had like six studios. This is a different this is a different team. Right. This is this is a different uh, Xbox. Well, it's a differently run organization with new leadership that understands that the future is 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 in in the branding for sure. Right. So if we have okay, like three big game announcements that are AAA, followed up by this sizzle reel trailer of the future of Xbox with glimpses at stuff that we can't even comprehend what the hell they are, and then one more. Big shebang at the end to say the Splinter Cell thing or whatever, right? I just want I want a sizzle reel at the future of Xbox with some with a bunch of new game announcements in there, and I, I want I want us to be hyped and excited about it. Um, that's that's one thing. That that's that's my next thing. Yeah. No, I mean I, that makes a lot of sense. I mean, listen, I've I've been saying this for a while. Look, look, I, I know there are some people that get 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 like defended, right? They 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 get all bent, you know, out of shape when you say, well, you know, I don't want you know Microsoft to become Sony. No, no, no one would even suggest a thing. I don't want Sony to be Microsoft, Microsoft to be Sony. But at some point, at some point, we have to be shown the future. Like I said, it's we, we again. I'm not not taking away from anything that they have shown. Last year's E3 was a big 8.5 out of 10 for me. I thought it was a big win. I truly appreciated what they brought to the table. I asked for CG trailers. We got them. Um, 
And uh, we got a bunch of other things that we didn't even anticipate. I mean, they showed so many first-party games there. You you really could not have complained, to be honest. And if you did, man, I don't know what else they can do for you. And I said this before on many shows. If Halo would have hit, let's say, let's say Infinite hits on all cylinders. That's a 10 out of 10 show, folks. You know what I'm saying? Like, people walk away. That's the best Xbox show in freaking years, if Halo hits. Now, I still think Halo did it was a good showing. Again, it, the graphics were not where maybe some people wanted them. I think we're going to get that, and we're going to talk about that in a second, because I, I got some feelings on the newest story and the new information coming from Jeff Grubb, friend of the show, and uh, I, I, I hope it's not true, to be honest with you, because I'm going to be pissed if it if this comes to fruition. We'll get to that in a second. But my, my third pick is a, is a, is a much smaller title and, and you know what it's it's more of um you know you know what it, it's not so much a game uh even though i will mention a game i i am uh when you look at what sony does with their titles they celebrate a lot of their older characters and one of the things that I want to see, and we're seeing it because you know we're getting a new fable, which is great. We're getting perfect dark, which is cannot amazing. I, I again getting back to this the silly family aspect. I, again, there, there are so many first-person shooters, there are so many <laughs> incredible games on an Xbox that you can enjoy. I would love to I know see where you're going. I, know where you're I would going. love to see a Viva Pinata yeah, come it. back in a big way. You know, I mean, that that was actually, I mean, folks, a couple of weeks ago, Viva Pinata on social media was trending because you can play it on the cloud, right? Like, people want that type of game. And, and a Viva Pinata is very, very, not, not, not similar, but somewhat similar to what you see with, like, an Animal Crossing, that kind of game that people could sit there and play for hours and enjoy it and it's an it's a franchise that has not seen any life since the 360 it saw um i think it actually didn't they release it on like game boy if i'm not mistaken oh boy did I they to, I, 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 I i'm gonna have to i'm gonna have that's a that's a deep cut i'm gonna have to look up i'm gonna have to fact check myself on that but yeah i would love to see them celebrate something like i mean listen we want rare to continue supporting sea of thieves people really enjoy that again not for boom but people are enjoying it and i'm oh i love seeing that ever wild I want to see what that game is. Is it a Breath of the Wild inspired action adventure game? Is it is it a planting game? Is it a, a cooking game? I I don't know what it is because they didn't really show us. It's 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 is it multiplayer? Is it do you switch between the three characters? I I have no idea. And of course, I want them to continue with new IPs. No one's saying, hey, don't do new IPs for old IPs. But I think that Microsoft specifically, um, Rare is big enough to have a small team work on a new Viva Pinata. Again, I'm sure no one's going to even talk about this. This is on no one's list, but I think it's important because you're looking to appeal to so many different gamers. You know, remember, they want to hit 2 billion gamers around the world. Well, you have to have family-friendly games. That is something on my list I would love to play. Uh, Pong, what is your next pick? Well, it kind of stole mine because Great Mind thinks alike, think alike, boom. So, and, and just to verify, yes, Viva Pinata was on the DS, by the <laughs> way. 
So you were correct literally there. looking that up as you yeah, said that. Yes, so thank yes. you for fact checking me. <laughs> yes. The host of the show, I appreciate that. I know problem. <laughs> no problem. But no, Viva Pinata would be absolutely fantastic. It's one of my old uh, favorites uh, from the 360. Absolutely love it, and I think it could make a really big return if they did it right. Uh, of course, I think that it has potential to be one of those games, like you said, boom, that kind of grab a hold uh, of people. I think uh, you know what we've seen from nintendo especially and what, on mobile right especially on mobile what what we've seen nintendo do is you know obviously they've always been that family friendly kind of uh version uh of console uh but with the switch and stuff we've seen uh a, a much greater growth in the area of those types of games and i think viva pinata has so much potential that i think that it should make a comeback and i think that's definitely a great one boom so you kind of you kind of stole mine there um, i'm sorry uh, sir. I, no that's okay that's okay i spent a lot of time here in speculation town so i'm going to go more obvious here um but it's my own personal wish because of course I've, I've talked about this so much on your show boom and we we've been discussing starfield so often that yeah. i i want my wish for starfield is that this is a blowout uh showcase this man right here yeah yeah god that's god howard, howard. yeah i want to see god <laughs> howard come out that i want to see that beautiful man show up who never ages he's a vampire and i want to see him come out on stage uh and i want him to do his usual big showcase kind of style event with starfield i want all the answers to be put to bed i want everybody to understand what this game is about i want to again my hype levels are because of his track record right because it's his first new ip in decades and it's one of the ones it's one of his babies mav has talked about this extensively and gone back and and reviewed his some of his interviews that he's had this is his baby this is one of the big games that he wanted to make he wanted to make a fallout style game he wanted to make an elder scroll style game and he wanted to make a space game uh in the mold of starfield and so i want to finally see this genius's vision and i want to see it fully revealed so that i know exactly what i'm going to be hopping into again i don't care what it is okay it, it, it the, the only thing that would probably disappoint me is if it came out as a dance dance revolution style game okay then, then i might have some issues with god howard but <laughs> until he says that we're going to be dancing in space i'm down for whatever the heck it is right so give it to me i want to see the gameplay i want to see i want to see god howard up there smiling as he looks upon his, his newfound creation as he reveals it to the world and, and i want the i want everybody to be talking about this game um again I just want to see Starfield in all of its glory. So that's my biggest wish for E3. I, I I understand that they might hold some of it back if it's a 2022 release. I'm still on the 2021 hill. So Me this too. is my I'm wish. I'm going to that hill as well. I this agree. is my wish. This yeah. is my wish. This is all a disinformation campaign. They, they've been tricking everybody to make it an even bigger moment when he says holiday 2021 right when he when he says that that it's gonna be ready i just want that that's that's what i want so uh, I, I'm, I'm i agree ready. with you 100 percent. I, I i i'm like you i'm gonna die on that hill until i'm told otherwise <laughs> um I, I again i i'm gonna put on a tinfoil hat i talked about this last week i'm gonna say it again you know we obviously know that they have a terrible distaste and who doesn't for jason schreier because the guy's a pompous ass. Yeah, he has good sources and he, and he breaks big stories, but that does not change his character. He's a pompous 
ass, which is why he blocked me, because that's what I called him, and I'm fine. I'm okay with it. I'm not losing any sleep. But wouldn't it be unbelievably fitting? Wouldn't it be unbelievably satisfying for God Howard, who we know does not like that man, Praise be to come name. out and say, you know, we, you know, we, there were some talk of, uh, you know, Starfield coming out in 2022 from, you know, somebody in the industry that, you know, this, that, and the third. Maybe he even says that we don't really care for. But we're here to tell you that it's coming out in October, October 16th, 2021. Yeah. And it would be glorious. Goosebumps. It would be just glorious. <laughs> Real quick, um, I want to thank Gamer by Choice, who has become a channel member once again. Gamer by Choice, thank you for the generosity, my brother. You know, real quick, Theros, good friend of the show, in here says, the I think the Xbox needs an action game like Ninja Gaiden, DMC, or God of War, but an original IP. You know, I'm hoping that what you're on to actually comes to fruition. The original creator, Itagaki. Uh, of um, uh, of Ninja Gaiden fame um, has been very very uh, um, uh, you know uh, transparent about wanting to work with Microsoft. He went. He has opened up a new studio. He has you know he's no longer teaching. He is developing full time. I would love to see that man bring us a Ninja Gaiden. Um, inspired original IP, and I and even if it takes a couple of years, you know, three, four, even five years to get here, Ninja Gaiden and Ninja Gaiden Black that released one year after the original on the OG Xbox were monumental exclusives for the brand. Another uh, another IP that found life on the Xbox that deserves to be an Xbox exclusive for sure. I'm not sure if you guys agree with that or not, but I, I would love to see what they could do with either Team Ninja uh, doing a, a, a Ninja Gaiden from scratch, or you know, you know, getting together with the original creator and having a a, a six, you know spiritual successor of sorts uh, take over for uh, a, a franchise that is. Oh, certainly near and dear to my heart. We do want to get to another one super chat. Drawn TJ drops a very generous $10 super chat. Drawn, thank you. Appreciate the generosity. He says, hey, boom, and panel, uh, well, what I would love for them to announce is Blood and Awake, Splinter Cell, Crimson Skies, and Medal of Honor going into Game Pass day one with also Battlefield 6 and Ubisoft Plus. I, I think that the Battlefield 6 is almost a lock. I also think that Ubisoft Plus is an announcement that's going to happen. Um, I, I would I would even dare say that Far Cry 6 is the first game to go into Game Pass day and date because they, they just uh, just announced that For Honor is going into Game Pass. So there's some there's some sort of a Ubisoft connection there. And yeah, Crimson Skies is another one of those OG titles that I think a small team could do and do it justice, uh, at least in my opinion. But Mav, let, 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 let's get your. Is this our second? Is this the second or third pick? Uh, this is third the, pick. This is the third pick. Okay, I lost count. So, okay, Mav, what is your third pick for you hope or more importantly wish Microsoft will announce at the big show? Okay, so. Man, I was going to go with one. Now it's like I just had something else pop in my mind, and I can't like... Well, uh, you know what? I'll allow it because I'm obviously running the show. Go crazy and give us both. 
Okay, so I'll start with like the one I was going to start with, which is like more like reasonable. Okay, and that <laughs> is mind blowing, earth shattering gameplay from Perfect Dark. Oh yes, sir! Please, um, the team that they have put together to build this game is like an all star cast, right? It's it's top tier talent. From some of the best uh, studios um, in gaming, they have a, have assembled to create this game. A quadruple A game, too, Mav. Don't forget. term. Okay. And I think potentially Drew Murray going to back to Insomniac could potentially mean this game was actually further along than we uh, had thought previously uh he was heavily involved with this with the development of this maybe it wasn't a good place you know what i mean i i I don't know i just know that it was in a playable state his Um, daughter was playing it and she's and that was not the first time if you tweets uh she checked it out again with that one right and then there was also we saw phil spencer checking it out in their offices before in in a picture and stuff i i i think we could have some hope for this being either like a mid 2022 game or hey if you want if i want to shoot for the stars this what if that this was a surprise 2021 holiday game i i don't i don't know i'm not i'm not going that far out there but i think it's far enough at least to where we could see some gameplay of that game and i uh, i hope so because i have been super excited to see the direction that they're going to take that franchise that uh, hype that they generated from that first trailer was great, but it did, we didn't get to see the game, right? Um, in fact, that trailer won awards, I believe, just recently. It was uh, for... Yes, it did. Something I saw on Twitter. Um, yep. Okay, now I'm going to go crazy, okay? All go right, crazy, so, sir. Go crazy. All right, so... Um, Gabe Newell walks onto the stage... And he says, hey, Phil. Oh, God. Oh, Steve no. is now on Xbox. And Phil says, <laughs> that's awesome. And then the screen and everything goes dark. Okay? It goes dark. And then all you see on the, on, on the screen is the number three. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. People would, you, you would have to call an ambulance for people in the chat. <laughs> they don't tell us what it is. <laughs> It's just the it's just an orange three. Then that is, and then they and they just leave it at that. Uh, that's that's <laughs> fifteen years, and they're gonna they're gonna do it again, right? It's been fifteen years, I think, since they announced number three or something close to that. Oh my god, can you that's imagine? Oh. Yeah, just a three. That's it. That's all. <laughs> just an orange three, and you don't know when it's coming out. They they they, they give you a twenty a twenty XX. You figure it out for yourself. <laughs> just a three. Oh my god! You know what? I mean, listen. Look, we always as 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 gamers as as content creators, right? Like we 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 shoot for the stars. Look, I, I'm honestly never really disappointed if none of my picks ever come true because. Because a lot of them are some far-fetched ones. Um, I, I have to say that I think um, Phil understands the importance 
of uh, a good showing, uh, you know, for 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 all of their wares. Uh, you know, obviously, I think what we can get out of this show specifically is because it's their own event, it's controlled, right? It's controlled, so no mistakes can be made. Uh, it's not, they're not going to be at an E3, uh, you know, uh, stage. And then, you know, something happens with one of the PCs that heats up and, and the, uh, you know, and, and mid, mid trailer, the game, you know, takes a dump. This is going to be pre-recorded and then put on to, you know, for all of the services for us to watch and judge. So it, it's a controlled event. So that that's, that's actually a good thing that it's a controlled event simply because we, there are not going to be any mistakes. Um, so it, 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 listen, everyone had amazing picks and obviously that, that, that is, that is that, that, you know what I think, uh, what Mav did, you know, there's an edge to speculation town. I've never crossed the edge. He has, and he's still alive. So I'm going to start crossing <laughs> this more often. Mav has crossed the edge of madness and he's still here to talk about it. So you know what? Good on you. Right. I, I love it, dude. Um, real quick. I have to catch on with some of these super chats. First of all. We have, um, let's see, we had quite a few come in. Uh, first of all, Outbreak Podcast drops a very generous $3 super chat and says, boom, shakalaka. Everyone hit the like button. Well, thank you for being here, brother. He's usually here first every time. Thank you for the generosity. Uh, new channel member, The Wise Old Gamer. Thank you, brother, for supporting Double Barrel Gaming. And we had another super chat come in from Coats Magoats. Oh, I love the name, dude. Thank you. He drops. Very generous five dollars super chat, and he actually says something here that's interesting. Microsoft needs to revive Blinks, the time cat. I, you know what? I would sanction that the, in some capacity. It, it could be Xbox ra Ratchet and Clank. You know what? Why not bring back Blinks the cat in you know full HD 4K? Uh, and then we have a monster super chat coming in from Gamer by Choice, generous friend of the show. He drops. A $25 subject and says, just supporting my brother Bowman panel. I want Tom Clancy's world where you play as rainbow agents, ghost splinter agents, and you can level up RPG elements. You know what, dude? Let, let, you know, it's funny you say that. I have a friend of mine that I actually, he's uh, um, now, he's, now, he's a, now he's a lieutenant. Um, he actually has been saying that for years. He wanted an over overarching world for, like, if you were... Like uh, you know, like playing Ghost Recon. If you remember the air, the 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 fighter jet game that they had that came out from Ubisoft, you could call an airstrike, and it could be your friends playing on another game. That would be awesome. I, I'd love to see a big, massive Rainbow Six Ghost Recon and Splinter Cell crossover to some extent, or even the Division for that matter. I would love, I would love, love, love to see that for sure. Um, let's see, did I cat get caught? Okay, yeah. So I'm caught up on all of the super chats. Uh, you know what? L let's get into what people have been waiting for, and let's get into the the story that I think is going to shock a lot of people, folks. Listen here, at Double Barrel Gaming, we go out of our way to make sure that when we're going to talk about um, a specific um, uh, situation, we always bring, or at least I always make sure that I have documentation to back up the story that I'm about to talk about. Well, I think it's safe to say that out of everything that everyone is expecting at E3, uh, and I'm talking all three companies, I'm talking about, you know, we're expecting maybe we're going to get a new God of War trailer, maybe get some, you know, subtle gameplay. Nintendo's going to potentially show off, you know, uh, 
uh, the new console or maybe even Breath of the Wild 2 or maybe even Metroid Prime 4, you know, or announcement of, of the trilogy. We're all expecting something from one of the big three. But I think it's safe to say with without even stuttering, without even making a suggestion that I could be wrong, the biggest play for Xbox has to be Halo Infinite for a thousand reasons. And then I can think of a thousand more. Master Chief is Xbox. Xbox is Master Chief. And for a lot of reasons, uh, you know, I can easily just say, well, it's the 20th anniversary of both Halo, Xbox, and more importantly, one of the most iconic heroes in gaming, Master Chief. They have to do it up big. They have to do a big, deep dive into what the new Halo is going to be. Well, folks, sit back and hold on because I think this is going to get really messy um speaking on his game mess show friend of this program friend of the community for that matter jeff grubb revealed that at e3 2021 showing of the game is not and i repeat with a capital not going to be a deep dive into the game as creating assets for the conference would take precious time away from development. This is according to Jeff Grubb himself. The showing will be mostly focused upon multiplayer and cater mostly to the hardcore fans. Jeff Grubb also touched upon the Halo Infinite multiplayer modes. According to the Insider, um, the upcoming entry in the series will feature modes that players love, like Capture the Flag at launch, which is, of course, super important, and new modes will only be added down the road, which is a bit of a head-scratcher. Now, while Jeff Grubb proved to be a reliable uh, reliable source in the past, according to the story that I pulled from, uh, where did I get this from? I, I got this from Game Rant. Now, that this story has been pulled. The only story that I believe has it up is W, uh, that has their story still live, according to Pong Soul and Mav was WCCF Tech. Um, and I can pull that story and potentially, if it's still live, add it to the show notes so you could check it out. But here's the thing. Uh, while Jeff Grubb uh, has proven to be a reliable source in the past, we have to take everything he revealed with a grain of salt, according to the article. As last year's Halo Infinite's big showing was focused on single-player mode, it makes sense for Microsoft to now show more of the multiplayer mode, so it's highly likely we're going to learn more about that matter in a few days. Um, listen, folks, um, I, I have to, you know, Pull, pull off my glasses, sit back in my chair, and really start to rev this engine. Because here's the thing. Um, I, folks, listen. If, you, if, if, if there's one thing that I will st take my uh, staff and, and stake into the ground, it's my integrity when it comes to doing these shows. And more importantly than my integrity, it's my honesty. I think it's what separates me from a lot of people that make content for hateful reasons, for people that are looking for simple clicks and likes instead of actually going out and trying to produce a show that people are going to enjoy. So I have to say this wholeheartedly. If this turns out to be the deal and we don't we do not get any 
single player content. I'm gonna I'm gonna come out and I'm gonna be mad as hell. Okay, I'm not saying that I'm owed anything. I'm saying that the Xbox community are owed at least a gameplay trailer that shows us something running in 4K with ray tracing and everything. And if they cannot deliver that, then I'm going to have to really question what the hell is going on at 343. Because as important as the multiplayer is going to be, and I think it's going to be very important because it's going to be free to play the first time ever. It's going to be available on PC, not the first time ever, but still an important thing. And of course, because I still think Master Chief is going to find his way into Smash Brothers, they're looking to attract an audience, a much younger Fortnite audience, into Halo. I think that, yes, you want to you want to make multiplayer. The focal point. This is this is for our die 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 hard fan multiplayer um, Halo, uh, you know, players. I hear you, but you cannot walk away with a half cocked single player event. I, I'm I'm sorry. I think it would be an absolute miss after what happened last year in July. I think that we are owed a full on. Uh, if you don't want to give us a 14 minute vertical slice like Sony has been doing with their games, I understand that there's only so much time in the show, but you gotta give us something. Pong, am I overanalyzing this? Am I wrong for suggesting that this would be an epic fail if they don't deliver on single player as well? Yeah, let me bring a little sunshine to your cloudiness here, Boom. Um, I, I think that there is plenty of time uh, to do more uh, with Halo and to have a, a big, giant Halo showcase at some point uh, later this year. I, I know it's E3, and I know the spotlight's going to be on it, and I think that you're not wrong in wanting uh, to see more from the single player campaign and to see uh, maybe some of the improvements and polishing that they've been doing uh, over the past uh, you know seven months or so I, I think I think you're, it's okay to feel that way for sure and I think that we probably will get a small glimpse at single player but if they want to focus heavily on multiplayer uh, which is the bread and butter um, so to speak of Halo uh, then I don't think that there's something I don't think that's wrong either um, and I think that I think that we I think the expectations are going to be different for everybody, but I think since we have not really seen the multiplayer at all, um, other than some, you know, uh, pictures, uh, screen captures and stuff posted, um, I think that would be a good thing to do is to kind of reverse it. Uh, since, you know, last year they showed off the single player campaign and we didn't get any of the multiplayer. I think to reverse it, give us a small snippet of the single player, uh, but then heavily focus on the multiplayer, which everybody is curious about, um, uh, probably announce, uh, some type of flight uh, flighting or a beta uh, for that multiplayer would be a huge moment in itself and I think worthy of an E3 showcase and I think there's a lot I, you know Mav can probably speak on this more than me since I'm more of a casual Halo fan but I'm I'm actually really interested to see uh, if they they show off forge and they show off what people can do because forge is huge to the halo community huge uh in in all aspects and if what behind the scenes has been said about forge is anywhere's near true uh from what i've heard 
the forge is going to take a huge leap uh and i think that there's a way uh to show this off at e3 to get people excited about the possibilities and the potential uh for this now uh back to your single player stuff boom um with them switching over and having a 10-year uh, plan for Halo, uh, according to them, uh, and with what they are trying to do as far as expansions go, uh, you know, and how they're going to try to grow out the single player, uh, I think that that itself probably lends uh, better to a individual kind of, uh, you know, Nintendo Direct style or State of Play style uh, showing later this year, uh, maybe at one of the other, uh, you know, shows... Uh, shows coming up, uh, but I think that they might, uh, because of the anniversary, have a actual special, uh, you know, kind of gigantic uh, showcase for it later this year to bring all of the aspects together into one, right? So to show off all the single player, we'll already probably have the Halo uh, multiplayer beta going um, and, you know, bring it all and wrap it all up in one pretty present and give it to us all at one shot. And I think that there's nothing wrong with doing that. Um, and I think if the multiplayer is ready to rock and roll, which last year it was supposedly ready to go, uh, and they've spent all this time just refining it even more to show off your best aspect of that game right now uh, is, is, I think, a good idea. Um, you know, and again, I don't have a problem with it. Um, you know, if they want to show a small snippet, I think they do need to show some kind of slice of the single player just to give us a glimpse as to what the polishing uh, has done and accomplished uh, for this long. But I think if you're going to focus on something during E3 when the world is looking at you, you go to your strengths. And your strength right now is the multiplayer. And I think that that would be a positive, positive step. I totally get what you're saying, Boom, but I don't think it's cloudy yet um i i definitely think that there's uh, some bright sun here if they are going to do it this way and the e3 poster did show off that that they were you know there was no master chief there uh there was just spartans uh that they're going to show off this multiplayer because that's what they th that's what they're focused on right now so be it then then i think that's the way to go uh make it a big grand showing show us off forward show us off a lot of the different modes and, and give everybody that that beta uh multiplayer beta date that obviously uh, millions of people are waiting for and really get that hype going for that aspect of it yeah i mean uh, listen i i agree with you what you're saying and, and i i take i take nothing away with it if, if that's what it has to be that what that's what it has to be but I, but at the same time i, I want to read the super chat that came in from lord roughness a generous friend of the show he drops an outstanding files with Jenny says, Real talk, boom. 343 must, in all capitals, rewrite the mistake from last year. I'd, I'd let them off the hook if they show last year's gameplay with all next-gen goodness. And, I, and I've actually said that if you really wanted to, you know, show everyone what, um, you know, what you guys have been up to. Because you got to think about this for a second, folks. Okay? The game is done. You know, we, Joseph Staten has said it, that he has played through the game multiple times, and the story is incredible. He loves what they did. Coming from Joseph Staten, now you can say that, well, just a second, boom, that's PR talk. I don't necessarily think so. I think Joseph came in because of what was going on, and he actually liked the story. Because I don't think any changes came to the story. But with that said, Pong, from July to June, and I'm no mathematician, folks, okay? 
That's 11 months of polish. We must be shown something. I, I, I mean, I don't care if it's five minutes of 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 him dropping out of the out of the uh, out of the um out of a ship onto the surface and then shooting a couple of people and the screen goes black. But we need to see something. I understand that you know they they, they want to focus on potentially forge. I understand that they want to focus on multiplayer. But to be honest here. I don't necessarily think E3 is fitting or the platform to do that. I think that they could logistically have a multiplayer event that's controlled from Redmond and show us Forge and show us a 14 or 15 or even 20 minute um, demo of it running. I, I think E3 is for letting the players know that we're going to get an amazing experience. And this is the polish that we have put into this game for 11 months. That is my opinion on it. And, and, and again, you're not wrong. I, I hear what you're saying. And I and I know the clouds for you aren't aren't really starting to form up for me. It's already drizzling. So I, I want, you know, what? <laughs> I want to get what uh, uh, Mav has to say on this. And then we're going to get into the importance of uh, of a solid multiplayer, bringing Master Chief back, bringing Halo um, multiplayer back in a big way. Mav, what are, what are your thoughts on this um you know, this reveal from Jeff Grubb, uh, you know, who's someone who everyone in the industry trusts. Yeah, I mean, it's it's really interesting. Um, I've been trying to since I. You you told me that and had, had it in the DMs and stuff, and I would looked at it and I read what he, I read what he said and everything. I've been trying to process exactly how I feel about that. I'm a I'm a huge Halo fan. Right. And I'm personally not worried myself about the game so i have to like put myself in other people's shoes and think about hey what's going to change their mind about their trepidations and everything right so uh that's the way e that xbox should also be thinking right so yeah what you're saying makes sense boom 100 i i don't disagree with you um but for me personally um i myself get excited about seeing a deep dive in the multiplayer because i haven't seen it yet right like for for me i've seen the gameplay of of the campaign and i know okay i'm sold like that camp that gameplay is for me right and then i see okay i don't know what the multiplayer is going to look like and it's the most questions that i have as a halo fan because i haven't seen anything except a couple of screenshots of some maps right and uh i'm i play the campaign and then i move on to multiplayer and then i play multiplayer forever and and so on so the can't the multiplayer is um equally important to me as as the campaign and i really want to see like what they're doing with that right because it's it's very important so to a lot of Halo fans, but also also to me. And so that honestly kind of has me excited if they go in a deep dive. Now, what they cannot do is completely ignore the controversy because they kind of put it off, right? They've, they've had their Halo Waypoint blogs and all that stuff where they've given updates, they've given screenshots and stuff, but this is the biggest stage, okay? This is the biggest stage they're going to get all year, bar none, Right? So if they do want to make an impact and all the people that are saying, oh, Halo is going to be garbage because of this or that or whatever, because it didn't have the engine features 
um in the in the gameplay demo they showed before so it wasn't complete now they thought it was like what halo is going to look like right and it's not it's not uh that's not what the case was right so if they want to shut all those people up and they want to make the biggest impact then they could have maybe a couple minutes of a video where they have somebody talking tech from the dev team explaining the new features in the slip space engine showing showing uh, some in-engine footage up to date of what the current build is of Halo Infinite, right? Um, something well put together, just like two or three minutes. Uh, and show us that and let people be wowed by it, right? Let people be wowed by it. You have to be carefully selective about what you show so people don't try and zoom in on uh brute spaces from some from the background and try and make controversy about it you got you got to be careful and segment what you show and make it mind-blowing and show it show us that and have this amazing tech and everything that in there and then plus then have the multiplayer blow out and then we're going the other thing is like pong was saying is we still have time right uh one thing that they do with halo usually is build the lead up of the story closer to launch. And that's kind of been their MO throughout the history of halo. When it gets closer to launch, they do this thing where they start building up that hype for the, for the story with different trailers and momentum. And with everything we have going into the 20th anniversary of halo and Xbox, I expect there to be some kind of an event later this year. There, there, there almost has to be a, a, a massive blowout for uh, for Halo. I mean, it's the 20th anniversary. And it, the star of that show, 100%, will be Halo. Right? Whatever they do for that. And it's going to be before launch of Halo, leading up to the launch of Halo. So you have to save the biggest goods story-wise and campaign-wise for that moment, in my opinion. So, uh, because it's only going to be a couple days before launch, and and you don't want people picking it apart too early. You're going to have a couple days right before launch then. I personally am super excited about that notion of multiplayer at, at E3, but maybe it's because I'm selfish, If but they do need to address it. They need to address it some way uh, to just prove... To, to the people out there that hey this is uh everything's okay right and and then i think we'll be good yeah i mean listen again i'm not saying that halo is not going to be good i have tremendous faith that 343 is going to deliver but i i man i would be really disappointed if we don't get anything you know in regards to a somewhat of the single player i maybe a trailer boom like a single player trailer just like uh yeah, I mean, listen, I, I don't care what they do. I, I, you know, if you want to give me, if you don't want me, you know, listen, I'm not expecting someone with hand-on controller. I'm just not expecting that. I don't think that they don't even need to do that anymore. I, I think they, they could logistically give us, you know, a two or three minute or, or, or even a four minute a gameplay trail of single player, then go into a deep dive of, you know, uh, of, of multiplayer. Like I said, we're going to get into the importance of multiplayer. And I understand that that is uh, something that they haven't shown. In fact, let me just catch up with some of the super chats. We had a new channel member, Gerald Mack. Thank you for bringing, uh, for being, uh, becoming a, a channel member. Once again, Gerald, definitely appreciate that. Let me 
find the super chats that have come in after that. Uh, oh, our good friend, the video games HD. I think we know that cat. He <laughs> drops an outstanding five dollars of chat says, considering they showed off the campaign on three separate occasions, I think it'd be more positive messaging seeing multiplayer. Yes, I think the multiplayer is 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 a major major aspect of the conversation and we're going to get we're going to do it we're going to do our own deep dive into why i think it is it is super important gerald mack drops an additional besides being a channel member he drops a five dollar super chat and says shout out to mr boomstick and the panel great show great topics less than two weeks away from gaming christmas indeed absolutely um and i think we're okay so we are caught up uh listen Let's segue into um, the the importance of the multiplayer. Now, listen, I, some of my greatest multiplayer moments in my gaming history uh, surround the Halo franchise. Not Halo 1, because obviously I played on console, and then they didn't have multiplayer. I didn't get into multiplayer on Halo 2. Uh, Halo 2. And Halo 3 is still one of my favorite Halos of all time for, for a, a host of reasons. But this this, you know... I, look, I've said this before, and I'll say it again. I would not want to be 343 Studios. And, and I say that with the utmost respect for the talent that they have, because they're quite talented. Um, I know that we've all you know, said, oh, the graphics on Infinite weren't as good as we ha would have expected. Um, but you know what? They did bring us Halo 4, which still is an incredible-looking game. But if you remember, they launched on the 360, and then Halo Infinite. I mean, Halo Infinite, Halo 5, Guardians. Um, not, you know, not, not not shame to say it. I did not like the story, but you cannot argue that the graphics are amazing. So I, I am really not too concerned with the graphics. But I think that the importance of Halo uh it's multiplayer cannot be understated for, for a multitude of reasons. Um, obviously, uh, Master Chief going into Fortnite was not an accident. That wasn't th that wasn't them releasing the Kraken, so to speak, of of the importance of uh, Master Chiefs uh, and his IP for the, the you know, for the Emerald Green. Um, do I still think he's going to show up in Smash? I do. I, I think that's a E3 announcement for Nintendo. And I think that the reason behind getting Master Chief into Smash is to get all of those free-to-play gamers that are a much younger audience into Halo. Uh, this, this is this, this is the same. These are the same. Um, uh, you know, audience that powers Fortnite, that powers uh, you know many of the free-to-play games that everyone knows and loves. But Fortnite being one of them, and I think that if Microsoft and more specifically Halo want to break into this multiplayer, is free-to-play. We know that that's already confirmed, but it needs to be on an epic proportion with tons and tons of modes, with tons of cu customization, which I think we've seen. Um, but I, I, I know the importance of it, but I'm interested to get Pong's soul and Mav's opinion. Pong, where do you levy the importance of knocking multiplayer out of the park? See, again, if you, that Jeff Grubb thing, he said they want to appeal to the diehard um, uh, Halo multiplayer audience. So we know that they're going back to their roots. For you, how important is multiplayer? 
Uh, first off topic here, boom, but I just have to say, uh, you are a brave, brave man for posting and allowing everybody to watch you play those sprint cars in Dirt 5. Dude. F those sprint cars. F, the, you know what, hashtag F those sprint cars because <laughs> I have skipped over every race. Those are the uh, worst controlling cars. Of, <laughs> you know what, I'm not ashamed to say I'm a terrible driver. I'm actually, I've, you know, I'm a good driver, but not in sprint cars. You know what? I'm, I'm brave like that. <laughs> I, I was getting angry just watching the video all over again because I love Dirt <laughs> 5, but F those sprint cars, man. Those are the worst. <laughs> uh, anyways, as far as the multiplayer goes, yeah, I mean, again, uh, as I was talking about earlier when we, in our last topic, it is the strength uh, of, of what makes Halo Halo. And yes, obviously, the campaign is beloved, um, and we know that that is obviously a big part of Halo. But what keeps coming, you know, what keeps people coming back is the multiplayer, right? And so you have to play to that strength. Um, and that is a big piece of what is going to be. It's probably the largest piece of what's going to keep people engaged with Halo. And there's so much more competition now than back in the day when Halo was was running the table, right? When it was Halo was everything. Now you have all of the these, you know, Call of Duty has obviously cemented itself. Uh, you know, you've got the battle royals out there uh, with Fortnite and Apex and all these coming along. So now Halo has an immense amount of competition. Yes. To try to get people into your, you know, your game. And I think that that's why it is a vital piece at this point that, that they show off the multiplayer, that they focus on the multiplayer and show what they're going to bring and what they are, you know, what their little twists on the current popular, you know, game mechanics are going to be. And if they can bring some different stuff to it, um, you know, with the grapple and all that kind of stuff, which we've seen in other games, what I'm saying is if they could put a halo twist on all this stuff and make it interesting, make it different enough, again, to bring new players in they're they're not they're not worried about the hardcore yes they're going to play to the hardcore because that they need that base but you're going to have that base no matter what you're going to have the mavs of the world you're going to have the three bits of the world no matter what at the end of the day because they are so obviously uh invested in the halo universe and in halo multiplayer specifically that they're always going to be there yes you still have to make it good and you have to make it appeal to them but their real job is going to bring in new players yes. because those new players then are also going to discover the campaign right and they have master chief collection out there so you know get people into the xbox ecosystem which obviously we know halo is going to drive some people to to come into the ecosystem if they pull it off right and so they're going to pull those people in then you got the master chief collection everybody can go back and enjoy that we've seen the popularity continue from the master chief collection now that they fixed it so you've already got those people installed but these new people coming in are going to have to find reasons why they're going to leave behind some of these other games that they're currently playing and go ahead and jump into halo and be like okay now i want to you know i want to spend most of my time here and that's why the multiplayer aspect is going to be the biggest piece of this puzzle for halo infinite going forward again i keep talking about it but it's true they come out and said it themselves and we've we've heard this from other teams like destiny but 10-year plan now whether or not that comes to fruition is going to depend a lot on that side of keeping people engaged in your game that entire time and in order to do that 
the 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 appeal has to maintain a high level and i think that's where i was talking about forge and that comes into play because we've seen so many different game modes be created by the by uh by the halo community themselves that have turned into official game modes within the game and i think they're going to try to do that again on a whole nother level of forge if what you know if everything i've heard behind the scenes is true or close to being true people are going to be able to create their own battle royale modes within forge think about that so you're going to have people outside of 343 put their creative spin on things and who knows what you're going to you know get out of that you can find a whole brand new game kind of mode or twist on battle royale that nobody's ever thought of before and it could become the next big thing and i think that's where you're going to see the longevity of halo uh infinite itself uh is through that and then with that comes okay now 343 can go ahead and expand the world the universe uh through the narrative and if they're going to add different you know pieces to that uh main campaign and this is going to be more of a games as a service style which they've talked about well cool then you've got that whole base waiting you know playing multiplayer playing all these different modes there just waiting for those next pieces those next pieces drop hey they're going to call their buddies they're going to be like hey you know what that new dlc just dropped for halo infinite let's hop over there let's go check this out that's what it's going to be it's going to become more of a living world at that point but you yeah. have you but you have to have the main piece and the main piece for halo always has been the multiplayer that's what created this tent pole that they have in the halo franchises this whatever it is now i think it's like a, what, a six billion dollar franchise i think it was mm -hmm. evaluated at that's where that came from was that yes the campaign was huge yes the story and the lore is we already know godly um when it comes to uh, when it comes to a game franchise having that background it's on another level and they can do a lot with that but that multiplayer is that drug that keeps people coming back and without that you really don't have a complete halo and so that has to be there um and has to be there in spades so i think it's highly you know it, it is one of the biggest priorities that 343 gets right uh, and, and that's why I'm, i will be happy to see a showing off of it uh to show what they've done to take that aspect to the next level um and give people something new it doesn't have to be all brand new you can have all the classic stuff in there which i know they will but you got to have something a little bit new to entice people maybe who's been on the outside of halo for a while to come on over and try it out um and, and obviously that all rolls in the game pass buddies are gonna you know be able to say hey did you download halo infinite if you haven't already i don't know why you haven't everybody else has but get on it because we need you over here right now to hop in here with us um that's going to be a huge part of this as well the two questions that i have for you Yep. One is simple. One is uh, you may have to, to, to sit back in your chair and answer. Uh, sprint or no sprint is the one question. That should be easy for me. It's it's sprint. <laughs> it's if sprint, you don't want sprint, there's something wrong with you. Uh, oh, I'm going to say that right now. Course. It's team. It's team hashtag sprint. Yes. Uh, the, the 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 other question is and 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 this is this again. I don't want to put pressure on three four three, but do you believe? And I'm going to pose this question to uh, to Mav as well. Do they need to announce at this big multiplayer blowout that Jeff Grubb is saying is going to happen that that day and date multiplayer beta opens up? Yeah, I do. 
I, I think they need to give that. I, if they're going to focus, if they're going to, first of all, yes, yeah, sprint, of course. Uh, again, that those are the parts of the hardcore that you that you kind of have to let go. Those, those people that want to hold your game back from ever advancing forward into current times. There's no reason to have big open multiplayer and not have sprint. It changes the dynamic. Okay, great. It changes the dynamic. You learn how to play with sprint. Okay, that's just uh, that's just a normal, uh, you know, uh, evolution of any multiplayer game, especially in, at any point in the past, probably uh, twenty years. So yes, that had to happen. Uh, but anyways, the the as far as the multiplayer experience goes, if they show it off at E three, that yes, they do need to announce the date. I think that will be uh, the one of one of those pieces of candy in that big giant bag that fills walking around. With ready to drop on everybody to get the hype levels up. I, I think you drop that the date uh, for the beta, um, and you get everybody talking about it because again, there's millions of people um, waiting for that date to be shown. Um, and so I think once you do that, you just you put people through the top. Everybody starts talking about. It, other people hear about it and are like, "Oh wow, Halo, Halo's coming out with a beta. I got to jump in on this. Oh, it's it's it, it's open for every. Oh, let's go do this. We we got to do this. Let's try." it out let's see what's going on over here absolutely you drop that date okay i mean that that, that makes perfect sense to me mav let's let's get you on this hefty uh halo multiplayer um you know conversation that we're having um what 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 are your thoughts on the original question with uh, and then we'll get we'll, we'll we'll get your opinion on the back end of you know obviously sprint no sprint and multiplayer beta uh, beta day and day what what are your thoughts on the whole multiplayer halo how important is it for the success of the game cuz listen the, the the one thing that i love about xbox especially in their mainstay franchises is be you know it, it's 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 both sides of the coin that hold an equal importance. You know, you can't talk about Gears of War and only talk about the multiplayer or only talk about the single player. Uh, that's, that, that, that's the same thing when you talk about a Forza franchise. As important as it is to have a single player aspect, it's even more important to have the multiplayer aspect. Well, that's the same thing with Halo, and I think Halo started this conversation, and I think they should end it. How important do you feel a good showing is going to be to break into the demographic of the Fortnites and Apex Legends and all the other free-to-play games to get that younger audience? Um, it's extremely important because that's where they've lost their way, right? Um where it became where there was like in this medium place where it was kind of for the hardcore Halo fans, but then they're kind of changing a few things here and there and it kind of upsetting some of them, but it's really not drawing enough new players in. And especially with the ecosystem, the way it was the last generation, it kind of like hurt them as well. Right. So um, inviting new players in uh, excites me as, as a, Halo purist, right? Like I, uh, I love Halo multiplayer. Halo Two changed the landscape of gaming forever, right? Halo Two multiplayer, specifically with online gaming, uh, solidified Xbox Live as a service, right? Um, without Halo Two, we don't know exactly the state of what would have happened with uh, with Xbox Live, right? Uh, it 
every game after that that was a shooter multiplayer game took things from Halo 2. Okay? It is extremely important uh, because the campaign draws people in. It attracts people and it makes people get excited. Oh, I get to play this amazing story. I'm going to love it. All this stuff, like you got all this lore and all everything. But the thing that sustains, the thing that keeps you coming back, as Pong was saying, is the multiplayer. Once you get into it, and if you, Halo has this very highly uh, pick up, easy to pick up and play, but it's also very skill based with the online. So it's very deep as far as the skill goes with the with the multiplayer uh, gameplay. So it has a very competitive. Um, it, it it draws people in. It, it it has the ability to hook people. Now you need to you need to draw people in, right? So uh, going free to play is is that method, right? It's going to draw in a massive audience that's never even touched Halo before. And as a Halo purist, you can say, "Oh, that's that sucks." They're gonna make Halo something that you know is not for me anymore. I I don't think that's the case at all. I think they're going to invite people that have never touched Halo. And to finally get to see how awesome it is, right? And that is going to be a huge thing because making it free to play, um, it's going to have the opportunity to be the biggest Halo game and have the most sustainability than any Halo game probably before it. Um, with being on PC, console, um, being able to play it on, through xCloud on, on mobile, uh, being free to play, the accessibility of this game is mind blowing, right? And they're going from at that from the jump. Um, so it is crucial to nail it. If you go out there and you have a bad experience and you and you uh, have like bad gameplay, it's unbalanced, like uh, it's crappy servers, all, all these things. If they if they don't show the goods and have good mechanics and stuff, or if they try and go like. Uh, too deep into like um, weird, like like you know, like they had with the Halo Five, the uh, the packs, uh, the rec- the rec- the requisition packs and stuff. The they rec go- packs, yes. With with stuff like that, it's like they can just kind of like ruin the experience, right? So they just need to really go uh, go big or go home with this. Show us all the customization options that you're going to bring. Show us. Uh, how the weapons are going to work. Show us the, the stuff that we really, the halo purists like care about, like the, the little nitty gritty of like the mechanics with the weapons and stuff, you know, like uh, how does the gun sound? You know what I mean? Um, there's all these like little things that they need, that they need to show. But I think that's going to satisfy the purists, but it's also um, going to bring in a, a huge audience. And dude, I, I'm super excited because if they nail it, then Halo has the potential to become uh, the most popular uh, shooter again, right? And um, I Halo deserves that for me. It really does. Yeah, I, I, and I, you know what? I mean, listen, I'm going to be honest with you. I think we're going to get the, the 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 complete package. To, to to be completely honest, I have some. I have all I have for Halo right now is a tremendous amount of confidence. I think three four three is going to deliver. Look, if if um if they didn't have a change at the top, right, I might have some concerns. 
But the fact that we, that we, you know, someone that originated on the, you know, that was there from the beginning with Bungie, uh, you know, reprising his leadership role at 343 in Joseph Staten, I think that we the ship is being steered correctly now obviously this game has been in development for a lot for a long time i don't think we're going to get any major changes as a matter of fact like i said i will re reiterate joseph staten has played through it he said this multiple times and he loved what they did so that had that has me very excited for sure but in regards to the multiplayer I, I think that you know. Listen, you 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 can you can say whatever you want about the single player in Halo Five Guardians, and I have said that uh, my voice, my opinion clearly that I was not a fan. But you cannot argue how incredible the multiplayer was in Warzone. I am looking for, uh, and I think when when I when I read that thing from Jeff Grubb, he was talking to me. I'm a big team battle guy. Like that is where I really enjoy halo multiplayer and i'm and i'm hoping because of the power of the consoles because of we we've seen such an advancement in online i i hope we can get a 25 on 25 hell i would love to see 50 v 50 to be honest with you i don't know what the size is going to be uh you know is it going to be old school 12 on 12 i hope it's much bigger than that because we've seen battlefield do it so i'd love to see halo return with that kind of um uh, you know, tenacity, if you will. But my final two questions to you is sprint or no sprint, uh, Mav. And more importantly, I forgot what my second question was regarding um, Halo. Oh, the, the, the do you think it's necessary that they do a stealth drop at the end of this Halo aspect of, of, of E3? You guys can play the beta now. Is that is that important? Okay, so um, I'm going to be a little bit controversial here. <laughs> um, I prefer Halo without Sprint. Holy matrimony. But that's okay. Your opinion still counts. But, okay. but, 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 but turn that movement speed up, right? Okay, okay, if, that makes if, sense. Okay. If you turn the movement speed up, it, it just works. Okay, so they don't have to, it, like take Halo Two, okay, uh, or Halo Re Halo Reach or Halo Three. If you imagine those games, okay, you just turn that movement speed up a little bit. You don't need the sprint function, okay. The reason I don't like sprint is because Halo is about fast reactionary gameplay, okay, and it, uh, being able to aim quickly on the fly, and it's about that skill of being able to like aim shoot. Right then and there, turn around, aim, shoot. It when you're sprinting, it takes away the ability for you to shoot your gun, <laughs> right? Like it, you should always in Halo is always in the classic Halo games. It's always been about, hey, just the gunshots always a trigger away, right? Uh, sprint function takes that away, and I don't like that. But I, if they just move the movement speed up, it makes it feel newer without taking that fast reactionary gameplay away okay um next uh i'm going to throw in another thing that may may surprise you i don't need aim down sights halo uh-oh okay. <laughs> um it's a that's another thing okay halo was great um before they made the left trigger 
have aim down sights. I don't I don't need that. I got the right stick zoom. I'm good to go. Okay. Uh just give me that reticle on the screen. Let me zoom in with the right stick, click, and I and I'm and I'm gravy uh with the scope. I don't need aim down sights. I don't need I don't need sprint. I want to be able to aim and shoot as quickly as possible. Right. And and that's one thing that Halo always was, but this new newer style kind of changes those mechanics a little bit so it actually changes the way the game feels so if you play like master chief collection and all of those games they have a very similar feel to the mechanics and the way they flow in the gameplay but then you jump into halo 5 and it's like whoa this feels really different right so um i'm kind of more of a purist in that way but i'm okay either way right like i'm not gonna like not play it or i'm not saying hey this is garbage if you if you have aim down sights and sprint, because I understand, right? Like you need to appeal to the masses, all that stuff. And I want Halo to be big. Uh, the bigger it is, the more successful it is. That means the more Halo I get to play because there will be more Halo stuff that comes out because it's so popular, right? So I'm okay, like either way, but I prefer no aim down sights. I prefer no sprint. And then uh, do they need to... Uh, is it important that they shadow drop a beta uh, at E3? Um, I would say if you want to make a splash and you want to create a moment, uh, that'll be a holy crap excitement moment for a lot yeah, of people. I agree. Right? And that will, uh, it, even if everybody's kind of like, oh, they didn't show us this, they didn't show us that, just knowing that, hey, I can go freaking play Halo right now, that's just going to erase everybody's like, okay. Uh, doesn't matter. I'm going to go play Halo. So we'll talk about it later. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, uh, that would be insane. I, I would absolutely love it. Um, if it doesn't happen, it's not the end of the world. You know, they can do it within a couple months after E3 and it'll still be okay. And that may be the most likely scenario, like maybe like August, September sometime, sometime that we get that. But, uh, wow. If they, if they did that, even if it was just for like three days, right? That that would be um, absolutely insane. So yes, I'll say it's important because I want to be wowed. Okay, yeah, I mean, and I agree. I I I, th- I think that that would be one of those you walk away uh, moments in E three. Like, oh man, the the betas the betas up now. All right, let's go. You know what I'm saying? And you're skipping the Sony's uh, uh you know conference because you're like, well, you know what? Screw Sony. I'm gonna go play some Halo. And I think that you really because the one thing that they're they've been known for and this is going all the way back into the bungee days is their betas were usually a couple of months before launch and you know obviously this you know events in june and you know we're getting the launch november 15th and they haven't given the official date but that's i mean if you if you really want to you know celebrate the day uh 20 20 years to the day of master chief you release you release uh halo infinite on the 15th whatever day that falls out to be you just deal with it you make it a celebration uh, but this has been a great show. Great, great 90 plus minutes of, uh, you know, passionate opinions. I know some people in the chat weren't happy with some of the things I had to say. But you know what? Listen, I the one thing you will get with from me is honesty. I, I'm not trying to do this for clicks or likes. Uh, I would prefer that you did like the video. And of course, you help promote it. But I'm not going to sit here and BS you to uh to to make you happy that you know that you tuned in if you if you enjoy the content then you will continue to tune in and if you don't well you know what you can do you can go unsubscribe and not listen to me and that's fine that's fine i'm, I'm not mad either way but i am going to give it to you 
honestly, and sometimes that's raw. And I have a lot of opinions about Halo because it's a brand that I really enjoy, and I want them to succeed. And this, 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 um, this tiptoeing around the conversation of, you know, can Halo be great again? I, I'm not going to do it. Uh, it has to be great again. And it's not, not that I want it to be. It absolutely has to be. And I think we are going to get that. But let me just catch up with some of the Super Chats. We have a new channel member, generous friend of the show, Reggie Mobile 9, became a channel member once again. Reggie, thank you so much for that, brother. Dovakin, 89, he says, hey, Boom, check your Twitter DM. I'm not sure which one that you're looking for because I had a couple of messages, Dovakin, but I will definitely check it out um, after the show for sure. And I think that actually might be, yeah, we're, we're, we are up to date with Super Chats. Of course, I want to thank everyone who was generous enough to donate to Double Barrel Gaming. Of course, I want to thank all of the new old channel members. Uh, and of course, if you enjoyed today's show, please, on your way out, hit the like button. I would definitely appreciate it. Of course, let's get to the outros and we'll get everyone out of here. And we'll start with Pong. So Pong, you got a lot going on. You're a busy man on top of your, your real work life. You got an amazing show on Saturday morning at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard uh, Time with Steel Rain. And I listen to it almost every Saturday when I'm making breakfast for Mrs. Boom after our hike in the morning. And of course, you're on Mav's program. But what else you got going on, brother? <laughs> Thanks, Boom. Ah, oh, man, what an awesome Tuesday. Like I said, been a long weekend, uh, lots of busyness going on. But man, this was a great way to jump back into uh, the gaming uh, aspect of things and and talk and have great discussions, obviously, with yourself and my brother from another Mav. So this was this was great. Thank you so much, Boom. Again, chat, you guys were incredible. As always, discussion continues in there, and I love to see it. I love to read your comments. So uh, awesome job. Thank you so much for coming out and supporting us as always on xbox factor podcast appreciate you uh you guys can find me pong soul everywhere uh obviously xbox and uh, twitter and friday nights as you were just talking about boom and i'm sure mav will do an even better job at this than me but you can find me on xbox ultimate with my extended family over there mav his beautiful wife caitlin and of course the rest of the magnificent seven and mav has been absolutely killing it uh with the guests lately we've been having great show after great show after great show so come check us out there uh 9 p.m eastern time eight o'clock central time saturday mornings steel rain and myself are waking you up on living split screen split screen being all one word come find us we are still growing we want to continue to grow uh we just are having such a great time we went two and a half hours uh him and i last weekend and it just keeps going and going and going so come check Check us out there, living split screen, uh, and go follow my brother, I uh, Steel Rain. I Steel Rain. The T is a seven, so go check him out as well. Uh, and then Saturday nights, the Shop Podcast with PTK Blam, Fuzzy Belvedere, Centurion, and Stagorilla. Uh, come check us out, 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 o'clock Central Time. We are wrapping up your Saturday night in the best way possible, uh, so come see us there. But otherwise, thank you all again. Appreciate all of you. Love you all. Uh, play some games, all right? We'll, we'll talk to you guys real soon. Yes, absolutely. And of course, Mav, thank you for guest appearing and stepping in 
for Zemi Games as he handles some personal and school business. He'll be back hopefully in a couple of weeks. Mav, you got a lot going on. You've been a big, you've been injected into this community in a big way. You've been doing some great things. I'm proud to have you on this show today. And when we've worked together in the past, tell everyone about what you got going on on your incredible YouTube channel. And more importantly, where could people reach out to you on social media? Thanks for the, again, the kind words, Boom. You're freaking awesome, man. And Pong was a blast as always. Um, hey, guys. So, uh, yeah, you can check me out on Twitter at Fun Speculation. Um, we'll get all the updates for the channel. Uh, also on YouTube, the channel is Fun Speculation, where we have Xbox Ultimate Podcast, as Pong said, on Friday nights at 9 p.m. Eastern. Also, we have Fun Pop Podcast at Thursday nights at 10.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And uh, that one, we talk about movies, TV shows, Marvels, DC, uh, comic books, and more. We have a we have a great time, and that's with 3-Bit and Psychonauts. Um, also, I stream quite a bit, so just hang out. Come hang out and say hello. Yes. Um, that's on the same channel as well. So, um, hey, I'm working right now on this, uh, this video project uh, for um, E3. Uh, a couple, it's going to probably launch a couple days before E3. Um, boom and pong. That was awesome, dude. That yeah, yeah, do me a favor, brother. Take the take a few minutes to tell people about this project because not only am I a part of it, so of course I want to push it, but it's so interesting. It's such a cool freaking project. No one has done this before. Talk about it for a few minutes, there, Mav. Yeah, thanks, boom. Uh, so I, I hit me like uh, just when I was driving around. I was like, hey, uh, I wanted to have a different kind of e3 prediction show right where we had um you know like we have our regular show with the with the with the panel and everything and all that kind of stuff and which is awesome right love always love that stuff but before i started podcasting uh i was inspired by some other uh groups out there easy allies um you know and, and other shows like that and they've always done these kind of like video prediction things so i i was like i want to do something that i can spend some more time on actually trying to bring some different things together so i just sent out a bunch of dms to some of my friends in the community uh who, and so i expected a few people to get back to me but surprisingly enough <laughs> like everybody said yes and it absolutely blew my mind uh and so what I'm doing is putting together a, a video that's going to be an E3 prediction, like fun speculation show that's going to hit on the channel a couple days before E3. And it's going to feature a lot of people in the community where I did a bunch of sit down interviews with everybody, asked them specific questions, got predictions from them. I am chopping this up into a uh, one long video. I, I don't know how long it'll be. I'm trying to I'm trying to keep it nice and tight. Uh, it, it's going to be a big video, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, the, the response, uh, again, has been absolutely astounding. The people that, uh, have taken a part in it. And, and again, thanks. Thank you. Boom. And thank you. Thank you. Paul. I was very long winded folks. I don't think that comes off as a surprise. <laughs> yeah. Well, what I'm going to do boom, because like, I have to chop up this video also to make it like, like to where it's not like eight hours long. Right. Uh, so I'm going to like <laughs> chop it up and get everybody's uh, answers and make it fun and entertaining. And then I'm going to make available. Uh, the, the long form of each 
interview segment. Nice. Boom segment's going to be its own video, right? It, probably. <laughs> it, 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 you know me. I go to Speculation Town quite often. <laughs> it was a, It's just going to be a blasting all these different people from the community in one video. And I, dude, it, it was the absolute, this is a, the last like week and a half doing this has been some of the most fun and most humbling moments I've actually had like since I started uh, doing content creation period just because the interactions with every single different person doing this has been um, absolutely amazing. Good times. Lots of laughs. Uh, I, I can't wait till it all comes together. Well, we're, we're look definitely looking forward to that, and of course, having you guys be a part of this, uh, you know, community has uh, been a been been a plus. Uh, you definitely add a lot of fun, and uh, you know, great ways to interact. You guys are real, and, and that's why I love working with you on a daily basis, weekly basis. Uh, of course, I want to thank everybody once in the chat. We had almost four hundred people here. Uh, that is awesome. Uh, we want to keep growing Double Barrel Gaming. I want to thank the Super Chats that continue to come in. Obviously, we just started that again. And, of course, all the outstanding new ch new old channel members that have rejoined. Uh, I want to thank you for, uh, you know, for the you know, showing me the, the most utmo utmost uh, support I've ever asked. Again, when we do these shows, we don't really ask for anything. And you always respond in such a big way. So, of course, I want to thank you, M Mr. and Mrs. Boomstick. Like to see because obviously Mrs. Boomstick is a big part of this channel, and of course I want to wish everyone a wonderful Tuesday. And I'm going to close out the show with something that's important to me. Hopefully, one day, folks, it'll be important to you. And that's something that my dad taught us when we were kids. And I think now more than ever, it's ultra important. He said, "Son, treat others how you want to be treated." And also, it doesn't cost anything to be nice. You live by those rules, and I can guarantee you, you're going to have. An awesome day. So take care, everyone. We'll see you on Thursday's new edition of the Xbox Factor Podcast.